Welcome to another episode of Making Magic with your host, Bradley Morris from Magic Media. This is the go-to show for purpose-driven creators to get inspired with innovative new ideas to produce your educational content, build thriving online communities, and turn your message into a movement. Like I have a huge kind of dip story that I can share in my own personal experience about why I ended up creating three teacher trainings and why I'm really passionate about that work. And that doesn't feel really appropriate for me to include in a generalized signature workshop that I'm giving to people who maybe are just looking to relax and do artist meditation. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm not sure, maybe I should include all of it. And then, you know, my actual call to action is based on, on what people are really showing up for. So I guess I'm just kind of in the, the muddied part of that. The thing is like, everybody's going to have lows in their life. Everybody's got some form of trauma that they're working through healing, growing, etc. Everybody's got stress. And so whether you're a teacher and you're looking for a new set of tools or whether you're somebody that's here for your own healing journey, um, stories are a powerful way for people to look in the mirror and see like, oh, wow, I came here for the tools, but I've actually gained so much more than that. Uh, or I've came here and used the tools and now I want to share the tools. And so I'm just um, more of just like wanting to talk around that. But have you publicly to your entire list, have you shared that story yet? Uh, not to my entire list. When I've done um, direct teachings on Zoom calls or in, even in podcast interviews, I've shared around um, like really I've had I've had three bigger dip moments where I had panic attacks when I was younger and like painting with Bob Ross helped me move through that. And then I I uh, was treated for cancer in my late 20s, and that's when I really discovered a, a deepening with a collage practice and became certified. And then I had really bad chronic pain from a terrible car accident that led me more to a lot of breath work and art and yoga. Um, and so having all of those is what propelled it. They were sort of my catalyst to yeah. feel so passionate about sharing these practices with others. Um, so I haven't ever shared all of that out fully in one place to my email list. I'm working on that right now with my welcome emails and then with my, just with my current group. Um, yeah, I think maybe the only thing that feels like where it's different on my website, I have where people can say they're interested in classes or retreats or teacher trainings. So that kind of automatically they're kind of choosing their own adventure. Um, I think, what I'm considering is that in a signature workshop, if I was sharing that with people interested in teaching, I would go much more down the rabbit hole around how it's becoming a more saturated market and people are, you know, will watch a YouTube video and then swipe the activities and, and teach that out versus like really deepening their own practice and how they can cultivate what's unique for them and how they can share it out um, in a way that's that's more authentic and and that doesn't feel appropriate for me to kind of go down into like a soapbox share if people are there curious about their own practice. So I guess that's kind of the part I'm considering. You could make the story optional. Um, you could create, yeah. you know, the, the short version. And for those of you that want to understand my full story, 
of how I got into this work and how I see this work being an important tool for your own personal growth, as well as for facilitating for others, then here's the long version. Um, giving people the option might be great because who doesn't love an epic origin story? Um, and people that are curious about who you are, they see your YouTube videos and they're like, well, who is this person actually? I mean, if I, a hundred percent of the time, if I'm at all curious about somebody, I go to their website and I go to their about page. It's one of the first things I'll do. Like, who the heck is this person? What are they doing? And if you have an awesome origin story that creates some resonance and like an emotional hook, that's pretty amazing. You know, people think that they're coming to do art and yet what they're doing is so much more than just that. So, um, I would suggest maybe like, uh, a simple version that people can read to get to know you and a longer version that they can click a button and go to like an article space where you've got like the video and the podcast story and like the full written journey, because that's a powerful journey and it's a powerful part of who you've become. And that that's important for people to know that w- might go on a long-term journey with you. Mm-hmm. Like, what are your roots? Do we, do we line up in like the struggles that we both shared and the journey we're both on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think even, I know on my about page, I don't even have those three things that I just shared here, which is just right. kind of scratching the surface. I don't even have that fully on my about page. I think I've felt very timid and shy about actually sharing my journey because mm. I, I just focus on, on the people I'm teaching, but I've noticed that instead it feels like depersonalized, you know, and that there's not as much there for people to really connect with. Um, Yeah. So that's helpful. Personal stories are so powerful uh, as teaching tools, but also connection tools. Like I, you know, a few months ago, I shared a story about like falling off a log when I was doing breath work and it's a personal story is a stupid thing I did. And, you know, I got pretty injured from it. And so many people messaged me during that. It like, I had way more views on that YouTube video and that podcast episode than like just my typical standard thing. And, and because it's like a story that people can go down a little journey with you. Um, and I think I, I would be shocked if you, did spend some time writing it and creating it as a YouTube video and creating it as a podcast episode at the preface of like the beginning of like, I've been asked before, like, how did I get into this work? And it's actually been a pretty wild journey. And today I want to share it with you for those of you that are curious. I'd be really shocked if you didn't get a bunch of people responding to me like, thank you so much for sharing that story. Because like inside of your origin story, there's so much that um, goes unsaid on sales pages in like how to's and workbooks, et cetera, that help everything else that you're doing make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Cool. Can't wait to see your origin story. Thanks. I think every time I've, I've tried actually for a year or two <laughs> working on my origin story and anytime I've read, I don't know, instructions about it or things to include, they always talk about, you know, like share your dip. And I'm like, well, I've had like three major dips and a million like minor dips, you know? And so I think I sometimes even get overwhelmed with what to share, how much to share, how, how to have it be 
like cohesive and not overwhelming. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I'm trying to sort through right now as well. Um, well, I'm not sure if, yeah. an interesting way to structure is like, who were you and what was the path you were on before you got to dip one? You got to dip one. What was dip one? How did you get through dip one? What were the tools that you were introduced to that got you through dip one? Then you hit dip two. What was that like? What tools got you through dip two? You hit dip three. What tools got you through dip three? And what was that like arriving at dip three? Um, yeah. So if you can share the story in a way that's like, okay, they're on this roller coaster ride with you. That's, that's powerful storytelling. And then it's like you get through these dips and here's the like, here's the gold that you were able to mine through these amazing and tragic, challenging times that you went through. Mm -hmm. How's that sound? Thank you. Good. I'll add it to my, my ever growing list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll share um, for feedback in the community. Thank you. I mean, a good first draft might be you just like rifting into a phone and then grabbing that and turning that into a transcript. And then you can edit the transcript a little bit, mm -hmm. uh, which you're going to be doing tomorrow. So mm -hmm. nice. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Love it. So fun. That's uh, that's gold. Look forward to seeing that. Okay, Greer and Aaron, what can we do for you today? Um, yeah, I'll sort of flow on from that. Um, I have a bit of a block around um, sharing about myself at the moment. It, I'd rather just be like creating, you know, valuable content around conscious relationship. But when it comes to sharing about where I'm at and like just I've got to block around it I don't want to make our content about us I want to make it about our our clientele and, yeah. and what they're going through and and serving them with where they're at can I ask a few questions yeah why is this work important to you was was conscious relating something that you grew up with in your family household absolutely not <laughs> okay so what were some of like the <clears throat> what were some of the hard things that you went through when you were growing up that were the opposite of conscious relating um yeah fighting um yeah alcoholism etc yeah yeah and what are some of the patterns that you've had to break on your own journey that were like familial lineage like ancestral things that you were the one that said like this pattern ends with me anger to a degree i'm still working on it probably not yeah so much falling just blindly following that whole almost rebellion thing yeah um, yeah yeah blindly following the system yeah and also i think there's a lot of avoidance in your family yeah not speaking yeah um and a lot of taking things personally mm. yeah these are all powerful 
stories to share that create relatability. Um, and one of the things like when I was teaching meditation workshops, uh, teach what we most need to like learn and grow through and transform through is like the more you're able to share stories and and watch how your stories inspire and transform other people's lives and shift their perspectives it's like your stories are one of the greatest teaching tools and transformation tools that you have um because when we tell a story to somebody else about the trauma the troubles the things that we were actually able to break through transform and move into a different version of ourselves that is like it creates a paved road for other people to like oh well i could do that i mean wouldn't it be great if you if you were able to help set people free by like sharing like i get the struggle okay so you're yelling at your kids all the time you're yelling at your wife all the time was that something you grew up with in your household i grew up with that in my household here's three things that i have learned to like prevent me from yelling at my family and then you just like lay those pieces out we're going to do this practice for the next seven days here's three things you're going to do every time you feel the urge or every time you catch yourself actually in the act of yelling at your family here's what we're going to do to calm you down from the edge and it's like that sort of thing is like you don't have to go all the way down the rabbit hole with your story but letting people know you've been there you've struggled with that you moved through it you're on the other side you can help pull them through the other side um, you know, I, I just know if you're sharing some of that stuff and I'm a man and I'm hearing your stories, that's creating trust with me of being like, okay, because most men keep everything to themselves. It's like, it's all locked up inside of here. We can't be vulnerable unless it's a really, really safe container. And so you having the vulnerability to share some of these like bigger things, it will create an opening for men to trust you and be like, okay, I, I didn't tell anybody this, but I read your post the other day and it really struck a chord because, you know, I lived in a household that was the same thing and I've never talked about this before. You're probably going to find that most men have rarely talked about the things that they're struggling with because that's just the nature of the beast of being a man and, and how we've been groomed to live is like, we've got to be strong. We've got to like, just keep pushing through. So you getting to share some of those stories is such a powerful gift and finding the medium. Do you like to write and type on a keyboard when you're telling your stories? Is it helpful like to set a 30 minute window where Greer can interview you and ask you questions and have a specific topic that you want to, and you just respond. And then you can edit those into a written story or a podcast episode or something like that. Like everybody's going to have their own way. I find it's like very easy to be interviewed and just like let things flow through. Um, or is it like go for a walk with your phone and just start doing an oral storytelling to your phone. And then you can do whatever you want with that audio. You can turn it into the, the article version, et cetera. But culturally we're groomed to like, don't talk about yourself. It's rude to talk about yourself all the time. It's like, you know, stop being so conceited. You're not that important. All these like stories that we're told culturally, it's like, actually, your stories are really important. They're an important part of your brand. They're an important part of creating mm -hmm. trust. Um, and so getting comfortable inside of that discomfort of like, 
yeah, you might feel yourself freezing up the first 10 times you go through this process, whichever one of those that you enjoy, but it will, it will get lubricated in time and it will just be like, you'll find a, your natural way of telling those stories. And maybe you need to, maybe you need to create like a, a an experience, a theme where it's like, you go out in your backyard and you light a little fire and your storytelling content is you sitting in front of a fire telling a story because that's what feels most natural to you. Like what are the ways that you can do this that feel most natural and telling a story with no purpose to the story, no lesson to the story, no theme is like, that's not the type of story you're going to tell. You want to tell stories that have meaning and purpose and a life lesson that people can walk away with and apply immediately. You know, like with magic kids and what we're doing is like every story is there to teach these like life inspiring values to children through the story that they're the journey that they're going on in the story. And so with you, it's like, I'm sure you have a whole bunch of tools that you could teach by sharing your own stories. How's that land? Yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. What's the first story you need to tell that you have thought about before, but you've never done it that you think could be relatable to the people you're trying to work with? Well, it's, um, it's just like with where I'm at right now, like I got really bad gastro last week, like four day stint of it. And I'm, I'm still not back. I'm still in a slump. And, um, um, I'm, I, my, I'm noticing my tendencies to like reach out and soothe myself with things that I know don't actually help. So recognizing that and knowing that they don't help and, um, yeah, implementing the self-care routine that I know will bring me back to myself again. Beautiful. Yeah. Whether mm-hmm. men are dealing with a physical ailment, um, or just, day-to-day stress telling the story of like my struggle my coping mechanisms that I'm reaching for even though I know they're not healthy and the choices that I'm choosing to make because I know that if I choose this instead of this this is going to help me heal quicker be more present with my family etc and so like even that it's a short story that you could tell that adds value and a lesson for men that are on autopilot or they're that they're you know, they hate their job right now. And so they come home and they drink six beer when they get home. It's the same story. It's like, it's their own version. And you can tell your story of like, you don't have to go into every single detail, but you can tell the story in a way that's relatable to somebody that might be struggling with the same type of choices that you're making. And what you'll find, what I've found is when you write those stories, it just solidifies it for you about the choices you're making. Cause now if you like, you write that story, you publish it and people are reaching out to you and saying, thank you, or, you know, or not, you've wrote that you're solidifying a belief in the world that's now being witnessed by others. And if you go reach for the coping mechanism after telling that story and after sharing that, it's really hard to make those choices because you already like put your stake in the ground and you can feel where you're out of integrity because you just published this other thing and now you're doing the opposite. And that feels like, it feels really shitty when you do that. So it just like, it solidifies it for you, the choices that you're making and the lessons that you're learning through the experience you're having. Yeah. So cool. 
not that you're struggling, but it's cool that you have this opportunity to like dig into the grit and find a way to turn your grit into gold for somebody else. Thanks, Bradley. Sure, we all got a story to tell this week. 